Alright, hello everyone, this is Senioritis, the newest addition to the Aura family of talk shows, the show where we all blame it on Senioritis, that's right. If you're lost in the many choices you have to make during your four years at ABG or just looking to reflect and have a laugh on a Wednesday night, we've got you covered. Uh, we'll be having new guests every week, so stay tuned and follow our page for more updates. A little bit about me, the host of the show. My name is Bindi, and I'm a business and information systems major, currently struggling from senioritis. I wanted to make the show for all my fellow confused seniors and other people, because why be confused alone when you can be confused together? For those of you who have questions for us, head over to our Instagram account, where we'll, we are still accepting question prompts. Our guest will answer your questions after the music break, so stay tuned. Without further ado, let's hear from our guest of the week. This week, we have a very special guest and a very special person to me, Moni. Moni is the first friend I ever <laughs> made in ABG and my ex-roommate of three years, during which time we co-founded the Sustainability Club and have been through many other stuff. So thank you for coming here tonight, Moni, and please tell us more about yourself. Hi. <laughs> oh, this is also my first show for this week year, so I'm excited. Um, I mean, I don't know if anyone has ever heard me on air, but I'm Monica. Um, I'm a senior struggling very hard from senioritis. Mm -hmm. um, I am a JMC and film major and a post minor. I used to be a major as well, but 
talk about it later, I guess. <laughs> um, and yeah, um, I'm just living through it <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. So, Mani, how is senior year treating you? It's so overwhelming, but I'm not sure if it's only because it's my senior year, but also because it's the first year back that we have like completely normal mm-hmm. um so it's maybe a mixture of both i don't know i've just i'm stressing about all the projects like senior thesis and capstones i need to do yep and i all the stress makes me not want to do work <laughs> same same <laughs> it's so weird because i feel like freshman year um this feels like a freshman year in a way um where all the classes are <laughs> yeah popping open Oops. a cold one um all of our classes are in person now and all the club meetings are in person. So if you're sick, like you can't just sit in your bed and attend. You have to like actually go um, and put on your makeup or <laughs> cute, cute clothes or whatever, which is I think it's good for our mental health mm. kind of, but also can be a little challenging sometimes. Yeah, I've been enjoying like waking up in the morning and knowing I have something to get ready for. Mm-hmm. But oh man, by the time 10 p.m. hits, I'm like, I want to go. i want to socialize i want to have all that fun that i had in freshman year because somehow i was never tired but i can't i feel like a an old soul yeah (laughs) i feel like we were such machines our freshman year and in a way that it was so chaotic but we still managed to go to class like i don't know even cook food and, and then at night we were hanging out and watching movies all the time and we still manage through se- uh, freshman year mm. yeah but now it's like as a senior you can't really do that like you have to really manage your time I feel like but I feel I think it also depends on who you're talking to I don't know I mean I fair enough the classes that we're taking right now are harder than the ones we were taking freshman year but mm-hmm. still I think freshman year would have been hard for us because we didn't know what's going on because it's I mean first time you're in university and now that we know what's going on I wouldn't say that my classes are extremely hard and time consuming but but it's still I'm mentally tired like I being in clubs and trying to keep everything like sleep food and social life and classes at the same time it's so much that my brain just can't process all of that anymore yeah same same so would you say how do you think you grew as a person since freshman year if you look at yourself now the money sitting across from me right now and you look at money for freshman year how did you change oh my god um first of all my hair is gone now (laughs) (laughs) i'm almost bald guys um i i feel like when i look back Every year, I've been a different person, and I can pinpoint Mm -hmm. every year having a very significant event in my life that Mm -hmm. changed me in a way and made me the person that I am. And I know that, for example, if I was not in the radio, I wouldn't be the person I am today. If Mm -hmm. I didn't go through a very bad heartbreak, I wouldn't be the person who I am today, and so on. And it's like, sometimes I think about it, I'm like, what if I, I don't know, what if I continued being part of the musical instead of joining MH. Like, I would probably be a completely different person because comparing myself to my freshman year when I was part of the musical, it's like, who are you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I remember when you were in the musical and you were in um, the photography club in Focus. Yeah. (laughs) 
So now we are in MH, Aura, and that's it. That's it. Now, yeah. yeah. You you were in Sus Club for about three years, like two years. Two years. Yeah, yeah. since founding, it, it was honestly super fun. Um, going through the whole process together and like meeting up in cafes and talking what should be the vision for the club how should we do everything how do we apply as a club and then now you know we're seeing how the club is forming and um, I've been to recent meetings and the new members are so active it's amazing and they're they're just like always volunteering to do stuff and they are full of ideas so it's so proud to it, it's honestly uh very nice to see the um, the progress mm. that it's done so yeah it's kind of heartwarming now that i think about it it's like our little baby that we created mm -hmm. kind of it started just a conversation on a random night in our scaptor room we're like yeah. what if we create a club and yeah when i think about it and when i say it out loud it's like we created a club and it's like It's existing on its own now, and it's a little baby that's growing, and it's Literally. so nice to, unfortunately, look at it from a little distance because I I can't deal with that many things at the same time. But mm -hmm. I'm so proud of it. Yeah, it's I, so me too. Ee. I think quitting should be normalized, not in the way like quitting. When you say it, it sounds bad, but you should take that mental break from whatever it is, even if it's a club you founded. If you don't have the capacity for that year, feel free to drop it. You know, you can come back next year if you're if you're not a senior. And yeah, you can join different clubs. I really, really recommend joining new clubs if you're listening um, or if you're unsure about the certain club you're in right now uh, or the major you're in right now. It doesn't really hurt to, to make those changes in your life, I think. Um, and speaking of dropping majors... Could, can you tell us more about your decision and thought process to drop your post major to a minor? Um, ooh, when did that happen? I think my sophomore second year, um, or at least that's where where it began. Because, <clears throat> sorry, I'm still sick. <laughs> But um, when I came to ABG, I knew I wanted to do journalism for sure, JMC. Um, and then I thought, okay, what else? Because it didn't feel like enough. And I decided pause because I've always been interested in politics. Like I'm still super curious and I'm following what's happening. Um, and I signed up for those two majors. And I was, I created a very like schedule for like the four years, like perfectly to graduate on time and all that <laughs> stuff. So I had it all planned out. But the more I took pause classes, the more I was getting depressed Uh, mm -hmm. with politics because I realized this is kind of a wrong thing to say uh, but I realized that if I can't fix the world and I realized that I can't then I don't want to be doing it which is a quit mentality in a bad way uh, I'm not I obviously believe that just because I can't save it doesn't mean that you should give up something I, but I realized that I can find other small ways in which I can contribute and make the world or the society I'm in a better place mm -hmm. without necessarily having a pause major in my diploma, you know, mm -hmm. because the classes that I took taught me a lot about critical thinking and how to analyze and how to form opinions. But at the end of the day, having that on my diploma 
wasn't going to make me wasn't going to bring me anything because because I know that I never wanted to be in politics in any way. Mm-hmm. And I decided, well, if it's a minor, it still is on my CV and it still shows that I have some knowledge in that area and that's more than enough. And as I was saying, my sophomore second year, I I had a completely new friend group from the one I had in my freshman year because of different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um And those people were interested in film. And I realized I've always had that in me, but I never thought I would pursue it because I never thought that anything's going to come out of it. But seeing those people having passion for it kind of made me want to do it and be like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I can just make that a minor and I can pursue something else. Um, Mm -hmm. And checking my schedule. Thank fucking God I made a perfect schedule because I was on time for everything and I had a time to squeeze in a second major, which is the self-designed film major. Yeah. and yeah, I I just I yeah, I realized that's what I want to do. I don't know. Yeah. I was going somewhere with that, but I forgot. <laughs> no, that's a wholesome story. I, I I and thank God everything lined up perfectly because it doesn't happen a lot of the times and sometimes you have to make like two minors or something like that. So uh yeah. Ooh, I remember what I was gonna say. <laughs> I I was gonna go on this whole rant about um I remember having to tell my mom that I want to do a film major and drop the post major. And I was so nervous about it. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's going to think I'm a dropout. Like, I'm a crap. I want to be an artist. And <laughs> she's like, because she never like thought of that. Um, and when I told her, I w- she was like, okay, I mean, it's your life. It's your diploma. It's If it's going to help you in what you want to do, then do it. She was super chill about it. And it made me realize, oh, it's at the end of the day, not about what, your parents want and Mm -hmm. if they realize that that's great even if they don't I think you still have the complete right to pursue what you want and maybe in some ways still satisfy them because I technically still have a post minor there (laughs) (laughs) Um, and yeah I guess that's what I would say to anyone who's listening and is maybe somewhere in the middle Mm -hmm. if you feel like the major is not for you don't do it because you have to or because you've started and you've committed i felt guilty dropping it because i was committed to it but yeah yeah honestly yeah yeah, it's it's a it's a sentence on your diploma honestly at the end of the day no one cares um i also frankly became uh came here thinking that i was gonna be a post major as well and then um i was like hmm but an inf major would be much more employable. So I was thinking, huh, should I do this? And then I asked uh, one of my closer friends whether I should do an inf major because he's also a cost major. Um, and he told me, you don't need inf, like, you don't need to learn how to code because you're going to be a housewife one day. So just oh drop God, the idea. Yeah, keep, yeah, continue doing POS. And I was like, why would you say that to <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. So I can tell you who it is after this, but you know this person as well. <laughs> yeah. So whatever it is, do do what your heart tells you. And you don't need to know as soon as you come to ABG. You don't need to know on your second year. Maybe you need to know on your third year because that's kind of late. <laughs> but I honestly didn't know if I wanted to do the inf major for quite a while maybe uh, probably until my sophomore year so definitely consider your options yeah and i mean even if it's third year and you realize you want to do something else just because 
what you're doing is not bringing you happiness honestly staying an extra year like a fifth year obviously if you can afford it mm-hmm. um putting that into consideration there's nothing wrong with not graduating within four years it's oh, completely yeah. fine and you can take a break if you need to i would love to i, I was thinking about it and i kind of mm-hmm. regret not taking a break at all like leave of absence because i feel like i could be performing way better now and not be struggling so hard with that senioritis because mm-hmm. i'm still doing something that i love and it's making me like i have this creative block that i can't overcome Imagine if you're doing something that you don't like, like in your senior year, that's going to be very hard. By the end of my post-major classes, I was not enjoying them. I was taking them just for the sake of taking them because they were just making me depressed. (laughs) Yeah. And about that, like moving on to more of a mental health kind of perspective, you and I both, we had the COVID year. We had our freshman year ruined by COVID and then we started sophomore year but then we went on work and travel for two summers in a row so we never really got a break mm-hmm. in a sense so yeah. we've been pounded by schoolwork during the during the semester and then um summers you're working like i don't know 80 hours a week or something or it's crazy so there's no like no wonder we have senioritis right now yeah i i haven't i feel like i haven't had a break a moment where i can just sit down and completely erase my thoughts and not like in the back of my mind there's always something stressing me out oh you need to do this even meditation bro like it feels (laughs) awesome for like five minutes but then in long term i don't feel like it's enough like i need more i need a month or two just on the farm raising chickens not talking to anyone (laughs) and we never had that i came to abg right after a day a a night of flight like flying from paris to here Mm -hmm. and it was all in a row of like coming work and travel trip and then blah 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 blah. so i never like i'm still in the my brain is wired and i want to stop it but i can't (laughs) (laughs) yeah i also had like one day to get my whole life ready and then just i got pushed into senior year pushed into senior projects boom 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 bow so yeah and it's like all events happening because like everyone's crazy because it's events finally happening and you're like i don't want to miss out but like Mm -hmm. i also uh it's yeah september was crazy and now it's now that you finally have time to take a breath it's all the assignments coming up Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes midterms are coming all right, so moving on to more of um, an extracurricular activity side. So you're currently in two clubs, but you've been in other clubs before. Which is the club that you like the most? Mm. And you can give different reasons. Like you can say, I like this club is the most fun. This club is the most, I don't know, sentimental. I feel like... Huh... The club I feel closest to is Radio Aura because I've been here. Like, they took me as a baby Mm -hmm. freshman year. I didn't even think I'm going to get accepted. And although it hasn't been the experience I've imagined, and there's been so many things that I wish we did, but for one reason or another, we didn't. Um every time we do something like the festival last year or now that my own show is growing and going out of this university I feel like it's just like home like it's what Mm -hmm. I can always come to and I know that 
as long as it's full of people who, if they want something to happen, they'll make it happen, even if it takes forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's been hurting me that um, the passion that I saw in the first my first year here is kind of not the same. And I hope that this year it's different. Um but anyway, that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, this show, uh, this show, this club definitely kind of helped me figure out what I want to do after I go out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it holds a special place in my heart. Yeah. And the people, especially the people who I met my freshman year who graduated the year that I came, they kind of helped in shaping me as a person in the next few years and in mm-hmm. the way I see things right now. So, Interesting. Yeah. Um, Sus Club is obviously our baby, mm-hmm. so I love it as well. Mm-hmm. And it holds another place like in my heart where it's like we made something and it feels like ours. And every time I look at the mirror, I'm like, damn, we did that. Like, yeah. it's, I'm like, that's cool. Who did it? Oh, we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like that proud part of my brain that I'm proud that we did it and I was part of it because it's something that... Like, forget about the CV. It's just something that I know that I can tell my grandkids and be like, oh, you yeah. know what I did in university? <laughs> something tangible. Yeah. Sure. Um, and obviously, I'm currently in MH, which I joined last year because I was too scared and, t- and intimidated to join before that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and turns out we're not, they're not that scary. We're not that scary. <laughs> um, and it's actually pretty fun. It's been definitely the club that has let me explore more of my um stage presence and mm-hmm. my how do i say this like impulsivity yeah. Mm. yeah i've definitely become a more out not outgoing but like just i'm open to more things because mm-hmm. of that club uh because it helped me explore many many different things right. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome all right so Moving on, I just have a few quick questions for you. Um, first of all, what's your favorite spot on campus? Ooh, mm. probably you know under base uh, B- in front of BAC under the trees mm-hmm. where there's like a couple of trees oh, and yeah. you can put on a hammock. Mm-hmm. I think that one. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's also one of my favorites. Um, what about? Okay, we. I think we used to eat more in the canteen freshman year, but I just want to cover canteen. What's your f- go-to order in the canteen? The veggie section. Always the vegetarian section. I Even before when I used to eat meat more, comparing them is just not the same, bro. Like, you <laughs> should, everyone should try it. Even meat eaters. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you complain about the food in canteen, yes, it's bad. But the vegetarian options are never bad because it's hard to fuck up veggies. True. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, their meat section is so bad. It's so I, last bad. Last time, yeah. it was a few days ago, I got a um, shepherd's pie and the f- meat inside of it was rotten. It was. It literally Ugh. smelled like a public bathroom Ugh. that hasn't been cleaned in yeah. five years. So I had to throw it away because it's... It's mm. literally rotten meat. Yeah. Yeah. Meat is very tricky. And that's why I wouldn't trust that. Even if I was a very passionate meat lover, I would still not eat meat in canteen. True. <laughs> yeah. Reasonable. <laughs> All right. And you're off campus this semester. How is that like? How's it? Because you've 
kind of always been a scapto. <laughs> I've always been a scapto personally, and we were together for three years of that, two and a half years, I think, because one one semester you were I was gone. online, yeah, yeah. So, how do you compare life in scapto versus off campus? Life in Skepto is very convenient mm-hmm. um, in the sense that it's, first of all, super close. Second of all, um, it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> My main issue with the apartment that I'm currently in is that it's cold, like even now. And we're not using heating, but uh, even if we are, I I, pro- I don't think it's going to ever warm up. And I just miss this feeling of Skepto of, you know, walking around in shorts mid-December. Yeah. Um, but... Since I have my own room and we also have like a living room, like a shared space, uh, it kind of feels more like home. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's a, I have a place that I can s- chill throughout the day and have all the conveniences. Oh, if I want to cook, I can cook now. If I want to do laundry, I don't have to bring it anywhere. I can just do it and I can sit on the couch in the living room and like just study. And it feels like I'm back home. Um and I just can go to bed in my room. Whereas everything in Skapto is at the same place. Like kind of, you know, our beds are the living room as well. Because there's only one room. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I was missing. Mm-hmm. And that was the reason why, especially last year, I barely spent any time in Skapto. Because mm-hmm. I just needed to be out of there. And I wanted to associate my bed with bed mm-hmm. and not work. Same. And yeah. now I can differentiate those two spaces um, in the same apartment. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I feel like yeah. In Skapto, I never get work done, or mm. off campus. I have to be in the library or in a classroom. Yeah, it's weird. It's just. I mean, it's better for your mental health as well. Even if it's not about convenience, it's just about separating where you sleep and where you work. I feel like that's very important in order to have good sleep so that you can be productive on the next day. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I have a very quick round of another kind of questions. So <laughs> kiss, marry, kill. Oh, my God. We're going to first start with ABG buildings. Okay. <laughs> okay, kiss, marry, kill, BAC, main building, or ABF? Ooh, uh, kiss, marry, kill. I would kiss ABF, their I. Uh, I would marry BAC because I basically live in the Mac lab. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would obviously kill main building because I hate, unless it's for the radio, I hate coming here. And I hate that I have two classes <laughs> twice a week, uh, every day. Pretty yeah. much I'm here every day. And it's like just annoying. Same. I bet I have four classes here. <laughs> if you, The thing is, if you don't like coming to main building, don't choose business or costs or inf as a major or literature or literature because you'll always be in main building and it's kind of miserable yeah yeah all right another round um this time with food places so (laughs) pizza party flavor or raffi oh my god (coughs) damn I don't know, because I don't go to Rafi and Flavor that much. I don't think I've ever been even to Rafi for my four years, which is surprising. Um, That's good. But from whenever I'm passing by there, it looks disgusting, especially now with the music they play, so I would probably kill that. Um, I'll marry Pizza Party. This is like, they've saved me so well. I have a customized pizza that I've created, uh, and 
I stopped, I found it out, found out about it in my sophomore year, and ever since then, oh my god, so good. You order pizza at Atina, so like Athens uh-huh. or whatever, but you say instead of mushrooms to put tomatoes. Ah. It's so good because it's like a closed one, and it's like the tomato makes it juicy, but there's also like ham and cheese, and it's like nice. And it's the only one of the few instances where I would eat meat because it's so good. Wow, they should call it after you. Honestly, <laughs> it should be like. Money pizza. They like. should call it after Damien. Damien introduced it oh. to me. Like he got it as a joke, I think, one time in the apartment, and I tried it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's so good!" And ever <laughs> since then, I've been ordering it. Nice. <laughs> and nice. yeah, I guess I would kiss flavor, although it's kind of like they have nice cocktails, I guess. But yeah, they're a little expensive, but good. All right, so I think we will be ending our first section here. And we have a music break with three songs chosen by Moni. They're the songs that she that she associates the most with her f- four years at ABG um, slash music that she would rather hear in under because mm-hmm. we all have our preferences in under. And we'll be out back after that, and we will reveal some questions from the audience, and Moni will be put on the stand. So stay tuned for that.
something I wanted to feel If you've been waiting for falling in love Maybe you don't have to wait on me Cause I've been aiming forever and above But an angel ain't what I need Not
I'm just not tough enough to walk Stupid world I'm just not And we are back. Hello, everyone, again. Um, I hope you enjoyed our music break. What you heard was Black Beaches by Gin Monic, Counting Stars by One Republic, and Sanctuary by Joji. So, Mani, do you want to explain to us why these three, you had to th- choose these three songs? Um, I, I chose these three songs because in one way or another, they kind of symbolize a part of my life in AUBG mm-hmm. um, so Counting Stars obviously a very popular under song um, I chose it because I think one of my core memories in under was one of the first times I went there mm-hmm. and they played that song and me and everyone who was with me back then we just jammed the fuck out mm-hmm. and ever since then I've been enjoying that song so much every time they put it under even if it's like very old song but I love how everyone's from our generation's brain is just wired to know the lyrics lyrics to it all. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just an under song that I, for some reason, it holds a dear sp- place in my heart, even though it's not necessarily like oh, an amazing song. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like everyone that listens to it like puts their hands up and like dances. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a classic movie. Like, yeah. You, can't not do it yeah and everyone knows the rap part which is like crazy yeah (laughs) um joji sanctuary um my freshman year i got introduced to joji's music by um my first ever partner and he was a big fan of it and i came to love that artist and i do have a lot of core memories again Mm -hmm. um with that music for like in them like (laughs) um so till this day, I still very much love everything that Joji puts out, and it just reminds me of the good old times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and Jinmonic's Black Beaches was—I mean, Jinmonic is a band that I discovered last year when I conceived the idea of my radio show. And I, not only this band, but also many other bands, I rediscovered the beauty of Bulgarian music and artists, and that became like part of my personality now that I want to pursue um and yeah it's just another like 
a character milestone mm-hmm. in my life. So I feel like it was important to put it in. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, the first question from our Q&A section relates to this. It's, it relates to, our, to your um, show, Black Sheep. Um, so can you tell us more about the idea of Black Sheep? You said you were kind of considering some bands. So what bands were you listening to? What, how did you get the idea for the show? And where is it headed? Hmm. How did I get the idea? I feel like I, for some reason, I don't even remember. I rediscovered some bands that um, I've listened to when I was growing up. Uh, like Peter Ustava. It's like really old rock bands from the 90s and like early 2000s. Um, and I, for some reason, rediscovered their music and I thought, wow, that's actually really good. And then I went out on this loophole of finding new bands that currently produce music and I was listening to all of them and I was like why do not more people know about them like I want people to know because everyone knows only the Chaga singers or like some Mm -hmm. famous rappers and I just wish that people could hear that music and enjoy it because it's really really beautiful Um, and has really really beautiful lyrics both the English ones and the Bulgarian ones Bulgarian is such a beautiful language um and yeah that's I mean I was like why not make a show about it I don't think anyone has ever thought about it so yeah yeah where is it headed um I reveal but like I know I still haven't had any episodes but this is gonna keep keep going uh, a little on a like le- less regular basis I think but I'm trying to take this project outside of the radio because I've been I know that I want to work with music in the future outside of ABG um, and working on popularizing such music in Bulgaria because I realized also like throughout those four years I another character development by the way I wanted to stay in Bulgaria now because there's so much potential here Um, and yeah um, basically guys surprise we're gonna have actually live concerts and i'm trying to take all these bands that i've been talking about and fangirling over right here in blago so that everyone can hear them and it's forced to hear them and it's forced to hear them live Mm -hmm. because they sound so much better when they're live Mm -hmm. Um, not that they don't sound amazing but you know live music is so good and i wish i'm craving for like any live music to happen in blago but it's not so it's a little project. It's a big project with little baby steps that I'm trying to work on apart from everything else. Um, so, yeah, stay tuned for that, I guess. Yay. I don't know where it's going. I don't know what's going to happen, but <laughs> it's experimenting. It sounds amazing. And, like, your idea behind it is also very impressive to make it into a charity and to get people involved. So, yeah, kudos on that. And can't wait to hear your upcoming episodes slash shows. Oh, um, I forgot to say it's chair. It's also based for charity work. <laughs> yeah, that's important. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't yeah. know about that before. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's also gonna be for charity. So guys, please, even if you don't listen to the music, we're gonna be playing on our first event, which I'm gonna announce sometime soon. Um, come, cause it's for good cause. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and follow Black Sheep on Instagram if you still haven't yet. All right. Next question from Tsveti Hitushka. Uh, she would like to ask you, I don't know why I'm saying it like this, a takeaway <laughs> from work and travel. Ooh. <laughs> mm, I don't think I've had any 
major life-turning events during work and travel that are because of the work and travel and not because of my own personal life that was happening while I was not here. But mm, main takeaway is that I do not want to live in the States. <laughs> <laughs> I realized that I do not want to work. Actually, I remember my first summer when I went there. It's mm, So I've worked customer service jobs in Bulgaria over the summer as well before in high school. But the work and travel made me realize that I gotta make everything possible in my life that I don't end up in a customer service job ever. <laughs> like I need to be very, very desperate and broke to take up a customer service job. And I respect everyone who works in customer service, like not just as a seasonal job, but um, constantly like as their career because that is very hard. Um, and it definitely changed my the way I view waiters and like people serving in food chains and like clothing stores because I worked in those and I know how it feels to be on the other side and be treated with disrespect just because you're seen as someone lower because you're working that kind of job mm -hmm. that is not the case society will always need people like that otherwise society wouldn't work and they should be respected because it's one thing that all those people are underpaid at least like don't make their day worse and their life more miserable being an asshole so yeah I think that's my main takeaway <laughs> <laughs> yeah life lesson I I get made fun of by Spencer when I say this but like I know how it feels to be a service worker so I I always try to be nice to people when I go out and mm -hmm. like if I'm taking something out of a hanger just put it back or something yeah, like, like same. put the dishes back it, it takes like one second but it's gonna help that person um I have a question uh, related to work and travel. Do you have like um, most memorable work memory? It can be good or bad. So, or it can be funny or embarrassing. If you want to think about it, I can also go for mine first. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> It's going to make me sound like a really bad person, but... I was, uh, it was my first summer and I was uh, at the register and this lady came in with their, with her two, two daughters, which I later found out. Um, and this lady looked like my grandma and my grandma is super young. So I just immediately assumed for some reason that they were her granddaughters. Mm -hmm. So she came and she had like something to try on. So she went to the mirror and I was like, oh, it looks so great. Like, are your granddaughters here with you? Something like that. Like, just, I was feeling super chatty that day and I don't know why I made that assumption. And all three of their faces just went down. Like, <laughs> it, it, I can't, I, I, I will always remember how bad I felt and how bad they, I made them feel. feel and I, I didn't <laughs> want to make them feel that bad. <laughs> But I, I was just such a bad person and I apologized and they, the, the girls were like, this is my mom. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And it just, it always sticks with me and I never make assumptions now. Like even if someone's, if two people are holding hands, I'm not going to make an assumption that they're dating. Mm. Period. Yeah. It's so weird. It's And people are so snowflakey sometimes, especially on Martha's because we both were yeah. on Martha's. Like, 
I would be scared. Like I, I've made mistakes where I've caught myself almost saying something that I shouldn't. I'm like, um, but hmm, I don't know. A lady made me cry once. <laughs> uh, I mean, I. It was my first year, and she. I gave her her change, but then she was like, oh, I need more money. And I was like, no, because the discount was that much and blah, blah, blah. She was like, no, you need to give me more change back. Um, I was wrong in the whole situation. Oh, <laughs> I I mean, I did give her the wrong change, but um, she was trying to explain to me some math formulas with some percentages. I'm not good at math, especially if I'm working for 12 hours a day. My brain is not going to process what you're saying. And she was explaining it in a super complex way. And I was so confused and tired that I was not getting it. And I kept arguing that I'm right, um, which is, I mean, it's my trait. I'm sometimes stubborn. <laughs> um, but then she became like, um, insult. she started insulting me, like calling me dumb, like, oh my God, how can you not do your job? Like, what the fuck? How are you so stupid? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then my manager stepped in. He was like, oh, whoa, what's up? But like, figured it out. And it was like, okay, yeah, you need more change. Go ahead. Um, and it was all fine, but like, she didn't need to go that length. Um, she could have asked to speak to the manager sooner. I don't know. Yeah. She could have just listened to what I have to. I don't know. I mean, I was, again, I was wrong. I admit, N nothing to change about that. But the way she started talking to me kind of like made me feel so insignificant and so stupid. And I know that it was not my fault because I was just underslept and overworked mm -hmm. <laughs> but i try to get the next customer and then i just feel the tears like welling up in my eyes and like Aww. i needed to step out for like at least 20 minutes off of work because i couldn't like stop crying oh my god that's, yeah that's not nice of her or i don't know why people like to be rude to service people it's yeah like just don't get personal why would you it's yeah ask to speak to my manager and explain the situation he would have figured it out way sooner before he called me stupid bitch mm -hmm. <laughs> yep so that's work and travel <laughs> yay i also have really good memories though though oh, yeah. don't get me wrong like <laughs> especially like my first summer every day off we were doing something else like being somewhere else and it was so fun and so liberating and it kind of like those memories stand out more than the bad memories I've had or the days that I've woken up and hated my life because I have to go to work mm -hmm. so it's definitely fun but you appreciate it after that yeah <laughs> while you're there you kind of hate it yeah, you appreciate it when you have the money and you yeah. come here and everything is you want to spend your money and everything buy all the clothes you want it's it's a habit <laughs> but we're getting better at this all right. Um, next question from Twitty. She asked you to tell us more about the movie. The movie? Yeah. Do you understand what the uh, movie is? The movie feels like a movie. Um, <laughs> I think she means my capstone project. Ah. That's what I'd assume because I don't know what else she would be talking about. Yeah. Tell us more about your capstone. Um. So it's... <sighs> Where do I start? <laughs> it's a group project with me and five other people who are graduating this year. Mm. Um, so each one of us, essentially, in order to graduate with a self-designed film major, we have to create a short movie. Uh, and we decided we're going to help each other out on that in the sense that each of us creates a short movie. Uh, so it's six short movies, but together they make an omni <coughs> omnibus feature film. Uh -huh. uh, so like when you watch them together they're all connected on the mm -hmm. same story mm -hmm. but also like they stand out individually 
Um, That's so cool. So yeah, we're working on the script right now and like all that pre-production stuff. And next semester we're gonna be shooting it and hopefully screening it at the end of the year. Um, so it's gonna be like an hour or something long screening of all of our movies. Uh, I don't know if I should speak about the plot. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll look at it when it's ready. Yeah, I think that's gonna keep the suspense going. Yeah, it's yeah. very mundane but with a little twist that's all i'm gonna say okay oh, i feel like a famous movie director i'm like guys <laughs> <laughs> it's funny no I, that's amazing i can't wait to see it i hope it's gonna be available to everyone yeah so we can it's see it screened in abg like probably in the theater nice like, last year another person who graduated did it but it's so stressful mm-hmm. so many details which would be fine if i didn't have 10 other things to do yeah um i would love to spend my time researching and playing with it but unfortunately there's a time constraint how do you like this capstone capstone project does it take us uh, one semester or two semesters well it's technically a senior thesis and a capstone project and okay. the senior thesis i'm doing right now which is the pre-production like writing the script casting locations mm. like budgeting all that stuff you would do before actually shooting a movie. Mm-hmm. And then next year, I'm officially doing a capstone project, which is going to be the shooting of the movie and editing and like... Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. I am... Anyone who's doing a film major right now, if you're listening, this is probably going to be the highlight of your major. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's very cool. And... That is it for the Q&A section. Um, I just have some final question for you, Mani, and we'll wrap this up. Um, What would you say to the freshmen, sophomores, and juniors, and maybe some seniors listening to us right now? What's your biggest takeaway? Um, I would say... This is going to sound very cliche, but I'm going to elaborate. I'm going to say do what your heart feels is right Mm -hmm. because I in many situations have had um times when I was like oh man this is it like my life is over if this didn't happen I don't know what I'm gonna do how am I gonna continue I have like two more years or three more years or like one more year left like I can't do this I don't want to be here anymore um but it always works out. It has always worked out. And I've always found the positive side of being here. And every time I actually come back, I remember why I love this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of, sometimes it's the same reason I hate it, that it's a really small bubble. Um, but as much as I hate sometimes being in this bubble, I also feel so uncomfortable, so comfortable in this bubble. And... I appreciate it and I appreciate all the connections and friendships and relationships and everything that I've made here. Um, And whatever is meant to be will be. So Mm -hmm. that's why I'm saying like, if you feel like something's right, stick to it and fight for it. If something doesn't work out, let it go. And another opportunity will come because there's so many potential scenarios coming out of this place. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you look for them and as long as you're not holding grudge for anything or anyone Mm. what nice (laughs) final words honestly you summed it up perfectly and i hope 
we were able to help you uh, figure some things out if your majors are the same or if you're considering um, the clubs or some decisions that Mani also had to make. I hope that this episode was helpful to you and make sure to follow us and stay tuned for next Wednesday. We'll have our guest um, who is doing a major in business and computer science. Um, so completely different from this. And we'll also be talking about the ICEP exchange program. So stay tuned and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>